This is the Infinite Success Secrets Podcast, helping to get more money into the hands of women through entrepreneurship. I'm Adrienne Weimer, and I'll be sharing everything you need to scale your online business so that you can cut out all the noise and make it happen. Because in this show, I'm letting you in on all the Infinite Success Secrets. Welcome to this episode where we are going to dive into objection handling. Ah, my favorite topic. So objection handling is something that I know gives a lot of people a little bit of the business heebie-jeebies. Like it immediately makes us want to run in the opposite direction. And I actually think that when we look at objection handling as literally coaching and not convincing, it's just coaching, that that simple shift can completely change the game on how we view objection handling. Because we can get into our head when it comes to getting objections. If you are in a discovery call or in the DMs and you're like, oh, I am crushing it. And then all of a sudden, the dreaded money objection comes up and instantly it feels like we are halted and stopped in our tracks. Then this episode is going to be so perfect for you. The first thing to remember is that when we get an objection, it does not mean that you did something wrong. It doesn't mean that had you done something better, that the objection would not be there. And what we know is that one of the most common objections, we have all heard this, we've all probably said this at some point, is I don't have the money. And money by itself can be a complex topic in general. That's got to be an episode for a whole other day. But when we talk about money, we can sometimes get a little uncomfortable. Now, after doing hundreds of sales calls and after teaching how to overcome sales objections to hundreds of sales professionals in my corporate job, I kind of have a weird love for talking about objections, specifically the money objection. My point of view on objections is that objections are actually just requests for more information. They're a chance for us to get curious They're a chance for you to leverage your coaching skills. And that is really the only approach that I take when it comes to objection handling. It's not about convincing. It's not about pushing. Often it's about coaching and guiding someone through to make the best, most empowered choice for themselves. So I'm going to walk you through a really simple framework that is going to help you, no matter what the objection is, really connect to your potential client. And that is the three A's. So the first A is acknowledge. Whenever we hear an objection, we want to acknowledge that person. It's saying something like, thank you so much for sharing that with me. I really appreciate it. And I understand. I understand why you might feel that way. When we do that, it instantly diffuses and disarms that person because when we share something and often they might be sharing something that's vulnerable, especially if they're about to share something about their financial situation where we want to validate how a person is feeling because feelings are facts. The second A is to ask. So to shift the conversation after we acknowledge where they are, it's helping to move people out of that. So it might be saying something like, are you open to exploring some options? Or tell me more about that. Or what else is coming up for you? 
because now we get to explore. Again, when we just view objections as a chance to get really curious, when we are curious, we ask questions. And the third A is around action, where we are going to move someone forward. It might be something like, let's set up time to reconnect in one day from now. And you can tell me if you're all in or not. I can hold your spot for a deposit while you go away and have a think. Or it might be just getting the commitment. The action is focused on, is it a yes for this person or is it going to be a no? So those are the three A's. I recommend you follow that framework of acknowledge, ask, and action with any objection that comes up. Now let's dive into the money objection specifically because I know it's going to be one that can sometimes feel a little crunchy and it's one that we have all heard or experienced at some point. So before we get into it, there's one thing that I love to do in my conversations that help to make the money objection easier to handle. And that is I get commitment on the program before we get to the investment. So after sharing what the details of the program are, I will say, how does that sound? Like, does this sound like the right program for you? Nine times out of 10, they say yes. And then I ask the crucial question, why? Why do you think this program is a great fit for you? And then they will tell you, oh, I need this program because it's going to help me get over my insecurity, because it's going to help get me clarity in my career, because it's going to help me recover from this burnout and I'm so burnt out. So when you ask that simple question of why, they are literally now selling you on why they need that program. So I love to ask that of, is this the right program for you? Why? Before we get to the investment. So after someone shares that and you go through the three A's, you're going to say, if we took the money off the table for a second, would this be a yes for you? And because they've already told you that, yes, this is a program that they're excited about that feels like a good fit, they're likely going to say yes again. And here's where we help really lean in to help empower someone. Because often when we get to the end of a sales call, We're just, and we're about to make an investment. Any big investment can make us feel equal parts excited and equal parts terrified. And when we start to think about this, it's like the fear-based part of our brain that's often having us say no. So when we're handling an objection, calling our ideal client into their higher self is going to help them make the best choice for themselves because we rarely, if ever, make the best choice for ourselves out of fear. So you can ask them, are you open to getting creative about how you can find the money? Because if this is a yes for you, I'd hate for money to be the reason why you don't move forward on your dreams. And when we do this, we get to be in this creative, expansive place. We now get to be in solution mode, creative mode, side by side with our potential client. I want to tell you a story right here because... When I made one of my bigger investments in my coaching business, I invested $15,000 in a business mentor that I knew I really wanted to work with. And I, at the time, had no coaching business. I didn't have clients. I wasn't sure what my niche was. And the $15,000 felt 
so far out of reach for me. I literally did not know how I was going to make that payment. But because this person helped me get creative and I started to think about it, I actually found the money. At the time, I asked my then boyfriend, now husband, if I could borrow $4,000 so I could make the payment. I didn't even know how I would make the rest of the payments, but I felt determined. And I share that because even thinking about that moment right now, it literally makes me emotional thinking about it. Because I think what would have happened if that person would have said to me, okay, I guess you can't afford it. Come back when you can. I would have missed out on one of the most pivotal moments in my business journey. I would have blocked myself from experiencing the success that I've created. And there's something so empowering about being able to choose ourselves, to say yes to ourselves. And when we let our ego get in the way on a call and we don't want someone to feel uncomfortable, so we just avoid the discussion around money altogether, we literally rob that person of that choice to say yes to themselves. And it's because I said yes to myself that I signed clients. I figured out my niche. I scaled that business. I made six figures in six months. I got to pay my boyfriend back and so much more. But that wouldn't have been my story. So when we create this opportunity to say like, great, are you open to being creative about how you can find the money? Now we're in this really expansive place. So a really simple question, if they say yes to that, is where might you find the money? Because what I have found is it is a really different situation if we're saying, I don't have the money because this is literally between investing in this program and like feeding my kids. That's a different scenario than saying, I don't have the money, I don't think, and it just feels really scary. Because often we are really creative. We're very resourceful people. If someone in my family or a close friend was like, I really need this money and it was a dire situation, you'd likely find a way to help that person out. So with that same level of resourcefulness, it's like, okay, where might it be? It might be in a bond that your grandparents bought for you back when you were born that you have completely forgotten about. I have seen clients where they have forgotten that they had equity from their last corporate job and there were literally thousands of dollars sitting in that account. Or I found people who only just needed to move money around from some different accounts to make it happen or who paid half up front and then half later, or we did some extended payment plans. Like there's so much room for creativity. So with that question of, are you open to getting creative to how you can find the money? And then asking, what options might you see for yourself? Now we've got lots of room. I've also had clients who've decided to opt in for PayPal credit, which is a great service. You get to pay for that investment. You have up to six months interest-free. So it created a lot of room for them. So there's lots of creative ways. And the second thing that might really be going on under here is it's often rarely actually about the money. It's often something else. 
It's often a fear of what if this doesn't work out for me? Or I've made an investment before in the past and it didn't pan out. And I felt like a failure, right? There's usually something else. So if we were to say something to figure out, like, what is it that's really going on for you? A really simple question might be, hey, I just want to pause this right now. I'm really curious what is coming up for you right now around this. And then lean back, be open, see where this conversation takes you. And to bring this person back to their power, it's like, If I could show you a way that no matter what circumstance you were in, you were able to create this result, would you want that? They're likely going to say yes. Or if they've invested before and didn't get the results, you can literally ask about it. Okay, has there been a time when you invested and didn't get the results? What was the story that you made up about yourself in that moment? Or what did you decide about yourself? from that experience. Now we get to like get into the coaching. You're literally facilitating this like incredible breakthrough for this person. And rather than an objection feeling like, oh, here's this pushy, aggressive, salesy tactic. Now you're actually just having a really powerful coaching conversation. So that is what I love about this so much. And the thing to remember is Sometimes we get scared of the immediate investment that we forget about what we're investing for. So another really powerful question if you're getting the money objection is what will your business or life look like on the other side of this program if you were to invest? They're going to answer and then you're going to say, exactly. So is making this one-time investment worth that ROI? And if there is a way to move forward that's like more doable for you, would you be open to exploring that? Okay, yes. See how these are so empowering? And sometimes when people are waffling, or I can tell that it's fear, and you know, you know when it is fear, you can tell when it's literally just the fear, our ego, that is having that person say no, and that it's not actually about the money. I think this is where you get to stand in your power and say, just a moment ago, you told me that this was the perfect program for you because it was going to help you get X. So I'm really curious what is having you say no right now. Because what I can tell is that the very thing that's having you say no right now is also the exact same thing that is keeping you stuck in this current state. So if what you want is, and then you would talk to them about their goal. So if what you want is to create this successful business, then in order to get something you've never had before, you have to make a decision from a place where you typically are not making a decision. And right now, it's the thing that is keeping you stuck that is making this decision to not move forward. And in order to move forward and get that goal, you're going to have to take the very opposite decision and choice that you would typically make. So what is it going to be? Like that can be one that you have sort of in your back pocket for if you're like kind of right up against the the waffling, but it makes such a big difference. But the biggest thing with the money objection or any objection really is we just give in too soon. We don't want it to feel uncomfortable. 
We shy away from the discomfort, so we just close the conversation. Rather than viewing this as a chance to really embrace those incredible coaching skills, put them to good use. But really, it's about empowering that other person. It's never about forcing them into anything because that never feels good for anyone. But it's about opening the door and inviting them to step through it because that is what their highest self would do. So I hope that this episode has helped to shift the way that you think about objections. I hope it's given you some different ways to think about the language that you would use. And if you're looking to further develop your sales skills and really fall in love with the process of sales, then I'd invite you to join me in my free Facebook community, Infinite Success Secrets, where I will be doing monthly trainings on all things high ticket sales, building an audience and growing your brand. And with that, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Thank you for listening to Infinite Success Secrets with Adrienne Weimer. I'd love you to come and join other women who want to make more money online over in my free Facebook group, Infinite Success Secrets.